the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Ilofsky-McKay. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years, currently the Northern California Area Manager for Essex Mortgage. But the best part of my job is talking to you folks, helping you, the consumer, get as as much education as you can before you go out and buy probably one of the largest investments you're going to make in your lifetime. Uh, today in studio, we have Jesse Heineman. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Eric, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. You bet, Ruben. I want you first time on the show. You've been uh, been one of our loan officers for a while now and uh, first time on the Bay Area show. Remind everybody, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Well, hey, I'm Jesse Heineman with Essex Mortgage. Been in the real estate industry for 10 years. I got into the lending industry a few years back uh, just out of my frustration and what I was running into from the real estate side, you know, as an investor. You were a consumer and an investor. Exactly. Dealing I, with loan officers. I was on the other side of the table and I got to see the worst of it and I got to see the best of it, but for the most part of all the loan officers out there were were subpar. Right. You know, and they didn't quite know the financials. They were sales guys. So, you know, I went to, you know, four four year degree, focus was in real estate finance. Uh, so a lot of the times I was I know more than these guys, you know, why don't I do this, you know, so. And that's a great story. And, yeah. and it really tells you about why, first of all, this, this show was just one of my pet peeves because I, like you, even though I've been in the business a long time, was really frustrated during the downturn about what I was hearing in the national media about how terrible real estate investing was, how banks were bad, how you needed an 810 FICO, how you needed 80% down to buy real estate. And it was just just drove me mad. So I created, I started the show. Those of you that are new, I started the show on a little station up in Sacramento and we've continuously added stations, AM 1220, 860 AM, the answer. And we're all part of the same family because there's definitely a need, I think, for people, especially you, the consumer, to, to find out what you can do and what you can't do. And we all know that our industry went through some major changes uh, after the downturn, during the downturn. Banks went away, products went away. Thankfully, loan officers went away uh, in that process, but it changed the way we did business and the way the consumer, you folks, actually looked at the industry. So this is a place for you guys to call, text, question anything that you might have. Maybe you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, and maybe you're not getting your questions answered, or maybe you just don't quite understand something. Uh, We have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. We have our call-in number if you want to be part of the show. You can call into 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. You can also text to that line again, 925-203-5808. You can jump on our website, reallifelending.com. Shoot me a text or an email. Give me maybe, maybe a show topics, things you want to hear about. Uh, a little bit about Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 30 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. We are a bank. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house. 
And sometimes we have a little bit more common sense underwriting than maybe some of the big box banks, and we're thankful for that every day. So, again, if you have any questions, give us a call, 925-203-5808. Maybe you're a real estate agent out there listening, and you you have you run across something that uh, kind of you think might help people out there in radio land. Um, Jesse, elephant in the room, Fed meeting tomorrow. What's interest rates going to do? Uh, most likely, <laughs> it's going to be... A lot of uncertainty before that meeting. Well, here's the thing. You know, mortgage rates have risen for the 10th time in the past 11 days. You know, and they're bringing them to the almost highest levels in three years. You have to go back, believe it or not, I looked this up, till April 30th, 2014, to see the to see where rates are averaging right now today. I'm, I'm scared every time I check in the morning <laughs> and see what they're doing. It's... Is definitely two steps forward and one step back. You know the most common conventional thirty-year fixed rate with excellent credit. You know you're you're still in the probably the four three seven five to mid fours. Remember when three and a quarter was a great rate? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also remember when seven and a quarter was a great rate, folks. That's one of the things. I mean, and, um, I'm a little bit older than Jesse, so we're still in a great time to buy real estate. But one of the things I want to mention, everybody's talking about, and I even hear other lenders' advertisements saying, oh, the Fed's going to raise interest rates. Now's your time to get involved. And really, the, the Fed funds rate, which everybody's talking about raising the rate, is basically the overnight rate for short-term loans used by banks uh, to borrow money uh, on an overnight basis to meet the short-term obligations of that particular bank. And that's short-term debt, okay? Long-term mortgage debt are dictated by bonds, specifically mortgage-backed securities. So you're comparing apples to oranges. You know, the, the Fed rate may trickle down to your consumer rates, like auto loans or c- uh, credit cards over the next three weeks. And the HELOC. And HELOC equity lines of credit. That's absolutely right. Tied to prime. So those are the things that are going to be easily affected. Jesse, we had... Um, we had the Fed raise their interest rates, their Fed rate, I should say, by a quarter percent last year. And what happened to mortgage rates after everything shook out? There was a knee-jerk reaction initially, but what happened? Rates uh, fell. Yeah, they to, did. To some of the lowest, uh, near, near the all-time lows of last year. So please don't get caught up in the hype. But with that said, talk to your loan officer. I think it's a great time to lock your interest rate. I don't think floating is a good strategy at this point. When I mean by floating, I mean waiting to see what happens. Uh, I think there's a knee-jerk reaction to everything that happens in our industry, and I think tomorrow is going to be a great example of that. We've seen you know, the market, and you hear that oh, the market already has that adjustment already priced into it, right? Yeah, you know, and you're right. If you're just getting into contract, I mean – Locking sooner than later in this market is is the best route. If you've been on the fence to refinance, I, I mean, each month that goes by, you're you're probably getting in worse and worse of a situation. Absolutely. But still, you know, we are so short sighted. This is still the best rates We're we've spoiled. seen. We We're are spoiled. spoiled. If my interest rate doesn't have a three in front of it, I'm just not going to do yeah, it. No. And that's the mentality. And we're going to talk about. Uh, why it's still a great time to refinance regardless of where rates are and why you really need to maybe get off the fence. Uh, But as far as the Fed meeting tomorrow, I think that uh, we're going to see a knee-jerk reaction to the the MBS securities, the mortgage-backed security market. I think over the next few weeks it's going to settle down. But we've got some great, strong economic data coming in, and we were talking about that before the show. You know, Inflation, jobs reports, you know, everything is is really strong. Yeah. 
And and Lord knows, folks, if you've been listening to the show for the last four years, you know that I did not think that we would be sitting in 2017 talking about interest rates still in the fours. Um, I thought for sure with all the money we printed that inflation would have kicked in and things would have adjusted by now. And I don't mean adjustment is good. Getting back to a normal market is good for our economy. Would you agree? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think that uh, I think you still got a great opportunity if you're renting, and this is one of the things. You know, Jesse, we had our homebuyer event last week, uh, last Thursday, and we had people come from all over Bay Area, Sacramento area, and people that were renting. And when I did some simple calculations, you know, especially down in the Bay Area where you're paying two, three thousand dollars a month in rent. All right, let's say you're paying two thousand dollars a month in rent. You stay there for four years. What have you paid that landlord? Almost a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. When you think of it in those terms. Um, it, it, a light, I could see the light bulb go off in the room to those people that were sitting there listening, and I, just, I paid a hundred thousand dollars in rent to this to somebody, or that could have gone to build equity, build wealth, and if nothing else, fix the cost of real estate for you over your lifetime. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever heard anyone who bought a house thirty years ago say that was the worst investment <laughs> yeah, I could have ever done. You know, they are they could have had the highest, horriblest purchase ever and they're still looking like they were geniuses 30 years later and if you just think about talk to your parents talk to your grandparents and again it take it it, and and i think a lot of that has to do with jesse is maybe one of the reasons why younger folks and millennials have been hesitant to buy is they saw their parents go through the downturn 10 years ago and saw them lose all the equity that they had but I, i think we're finally getting to the point where look Lending is, is about common sense. Yes, we're going to verify your income. We're going to have you talk about your credit score. We're going to verify down payment or use a down payment assistance program. There's no liar loans, no stated income, stated asset loans that are out there. I think even with all the regulatory changes that this new administration may do, I still think we're on a very even keel as far as our lending guidelines, which means it's a great time and a safe time to buy real estate. Yes, yeah. So. What we are seeing, very strong underwriting as far as the loans that have been underwritten the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, any quick appreciation that we are seeing is inventory related. It's Absolutely. not It's not because we've got you know one person buying five homes in right. six months because the bank's just handing out money. Right. Uh, these are people that are really going through all the processes, have all the documentations, are well-qualified borrowers right. uh, that are buying. And we had over 20 people that joined us last week in our, our uh, home buying event. And this was for folks that you know have, have owned homes, maybe buying their first investment property. We had a lot of veterans there, which is, is a great product, which we talked about a lot. And we talked about down payment assistance. And a lot of the people out there sitting to this, listening to us right now are, yeah, you know, I don't have the down payment. I don't have 10%. I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't even have 5%. And there are so many programs right now that can help you get into a home. You know, what you, what's happening if you're going to go rent a place? You're going to pay, what, first, last security deposit? More than likely, you know, we, we've just got somebody. I just had somebody close last week that got in and took advantage of one of our down payment assistance programs, our grant. He got in with um, the cost of his appraisal and half a percent. So he bought a $400,000 house and came in with two grand. That was the only requirement that he had to come in with. Um, and there are some other programs out there. There's Dow Payment Assistance, California CHADAP, CalHEFA. VA doesn't require down payment. There are some great programs. Don't think that you can't buy now. That's one of the biggest things that we people are surprised to hear. Yeah, yeah, and even conventional at a 3%. That's right. 
3%. You can use the CalHEFA. Uh, the down payment assistance will cover 3%. You can borrow up to 105% of the purchase price of the house. So those programs are available. Maybe that's not the best program for you, but the, let us educate you about what's out there and, and what you qualify for. And if you want to go through the process, all we need to do is what we can do a little bit at Act 6 Mortgage. We'll, we'll, we'll do actually pre fully underwritten pre-approval before you even start looking for a house. So we're going to identify any hurdles. We're going to overcome any obstacles. And we're going to let you know and educate you about what your payment's going to be at that purchase price, how much money you're going to be coming out of pocket, what programs you qualify for, and more importantly, how much that monthly payment is going to be over the next 30 or 15 years. All right, folks. Again, if you have any questions for the show, give us a call, 925-203-5808. You can text to that number as well. We've got a few coming in. My name's Eric McKay. I'm Jared with Jim, and we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And today I have Jesse Heineman here in studio. Hi, Jesse. Hey, I like that music. You're you like right. it? Yeah. I got often. We got the best uh, bumper music. In, it's a little more in, like Top in, Gun. In finance talk radio. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, um, one of the things I come across my desk, Jesse, now we were talking about during the break and that you weren't aware of is, is that I find this really interesting and that and listen up, folks. If you uh, if your if your credit score is not maybe what it should be, that's one of the things we should talk about a little bit later. But the three major credit bureaus agencies have announced a significant change in their credit reporting metrics that can actually boost everybody's score, which I find this really, really, really surprising because Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion will soon remove tax lien and civil judgment data from some computer credit reports. This will this will it's going to be a huge impact, yeah. don't you think? Especially if it's recent. Um, starting July 1st, and this is, this, is the, this is why. They're not just making a wide swoop of it about uh, just removing them. Starting July 1st, public records must include three or four data points in the, cons- the consumer's name, address, either a Social Security number or a date of birth. And the problem is that existing records don't meet this criteria when they look at – because many liens and most judgments don't include all three of the necessary pieces. Think about it. Think about all the credit reports you've looked at. I know. That's – so, I mean, and FICO, which provides credit scoring, they're going to estimate that about 12 million uh, borrowers and consumers out there, um, about, which is, equates to about 6%, um, is going to affect their score. How do, you, how do you feel about that? I mean, that, that's almost unfair to the lending institution. I know. I think that's a great for the consumers. It's great for the consumer, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't know. You do touch on something, though, with the, the tax liens. And, you know, I've had clients and borrowers that, they don't actually apply or they feel they can't get financing because of a tax right. you know, or what they've got going. Uh, you know, that's absolutely not not No, not correct. true at all. So, all you have to do is have a payment arrangement in place. Exactly. And uh, give us a copy of that payment arrangement and normally make three payments, mm-hmm. on-time payments, and we just include that in your debt-to-income ratio. Uh, but credit is something that is so unique, and we talked about this at length, you know, and I have a – during our homebuyer event, I have a, a PowerPoint uh, that I use on on a screen, and – under credit, it's blank because it's so different. And but it's probably one of the biggest things we talk about, right? Yeah. Because uh, everybody's so individual. Don't think because there's something negative on your credit report that don't let that inhibit you from applying or thinking you can become a homeowner. Anything that you have on your credit report, we've either been through personally or we've seen three times since breakfast today. You're not going to surprise us. And normally. 80% of the time, we have a workaround, 
for that. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions out there. You don't need an 800 FICO score to buy a house. Um, we'll fund a loan in-house with just about uh, on FHA, VA, uh, and, and any government-insured loan down to a 600 FICO. Now, it doesn't mean you should go buy a house if you have a 600 FICO score, right, Jesse? Yeah, not exactly. Maybe you, but, but maybe you suffered in a, an economic event during the downturn and you've just been scared and you haven't reestablished credit. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the scores are so low. So um, don't let that hurdle. Conventional loans, minimum is a 620 for a Fannie and Freddie product. So it's – I mean I get this comment daily. Absolutely. It's where I'm talking with clients, potential clients – and they want to wait. They want to, well, hey, well, I'm going to pay some stuff off or, hey, I'm going to do this with my credit. What they don't realize is I can give them the exact roadmap of what they need to do. You know, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm yeah, on your side. Absolutely. And that's the greatest thing is that I have file. In fact, I'm closing a file this week that I think has been on my desk, a listener to actually this show, uh, 14 months ago. We started building a file, working on credit, and and working with qualifying him to qualify for a down payment assistance program, and they're going to move into their house before the summer. So don't be afraid to let us work with you. And I think that's the most important thing is all we need is a starting point, right, Jesse? Yeah. We need a starting point yeah. to find out where you are today and where you want to get to, and we'll help you get there. But like Jesse said, we're your biggest advocates. You know, we, we want to help get you into a home because that's what our business is all about. But we want to do it responsibly and educate you how to better your own personal situation. Don't be afraid to apply because you're embarrassed or something you've been told no by somebody else. How many times, Jesse, do we have people being turned down by other lenders that we just need to tweak something and restructure it and get it done? Yeah, very simple in a lot of cases. It, you know, it's... We have a what-if simulator right. that actually allows us to tell you if we made certain adjustments, you know, got some certain items dropped off, what your actual score will be. Just playing with your balances can make a huge difference. I had somebody uh, that applied last week. Score was 643, but I noticed that he was maxed out on just about everything. All he had, and, and we sent it off to our credit company, and, and this is not something we charge for. They said, all right, pay this account down to $20, pay this account down to, uh, I think it was $30. You'll pay this one off, and I think the total out-of-pocket, what it was going to cost him was about uh, $700. And his score went from uh, mid-sixes to low-sevens in a matter of three days. Because we can do a rapid rescore. We don't have to wait 30, 60 days for them to uh, update the reports. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. That's a good question. So, again, changes coming to uh, the way FICO scores are generated by all three credit bureaus. Again, if you have any questions or you want to go through the pre-approval co- process, give us a call, 925-203-5808, or jump on reallifelending.com and work with us directly. All right, folks, we're coming up on another break. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Today, I'm here with Jesse Heineman. My name's Eric McKay. We're talking about uh, what's happening with the Fed tomorrow. We're talking about getting pre-approved, getting through our pre-approval process, how you don't need an 800 FICO, you don't need 20% down. And again, if you want to work with us, give us a holler, 925-203-5808. But Jesse, you know, one of the things that, that because rates, as we discussed in the first segment, are naturally going to trend up. You know, economic data is strong. We're, we're seeing that. And I really think there's a group, there's a segment of our population, and I know that you're listening out there, looking at the radio, I'm talking to you, that have been waiting to refinance. 
and uh, I, I think there's a, still a great opportunity, especially those of you that bought with an FHA loan or didn't put 20% down uh, a, a over the last few years, because you know FHA is not your forever loan. It's a great tool to get you into the market, but you're paying that mortgage insurance for life now, um, and and. and we get called. You don't need twenty percent to get rid of it. And I think it's the biggest misconception, Jesse, because we have like a we have a program in house that we can get rid of that FHA into an eighty ten, and an eighty percent first and a ten percent second. So if you have ten percent equity, let's get out of that mortgage insurance, right? Yeah, I mean, it, even in this market, I mean, it, to get an extra ten percent over the last year, you probably saw that in just appreciation gains. Sure, especially in the Bay Area, especially in the last eighteen months. Let's yeah. remember, folks, you have, you have an eight four hundred seventeen thousand dollar loan. You're paying four hundred seventy bucks a month, or five thousand six hundred twenty nine dollars a year in mortgage insurance. That's that's substantial. Yeah, dollars. Or, you know, or maybe you put your DIY helmet on and you did some <laughs> bathroom remodels or some upgrades of the house, and it's going to be worth more than than you think. Absolutely, because let's think about that. Is is that you're paying that, and and that, and again, the mortgage insurance you're paying, whether it's conventional or for a FHA or a government insured loan, it's not like your mortgage, your homeowner's insurance, in case the plus burns down, it benefits you. It's going to benefit. It's benefiting the bank. And 500 bucks a month is a lot of money to spend for the bank's well-being. I get it, but there's a lot of ways. Let's get you out of it because here's the thing: even if you're, even if you're going to spend, let's say, three grand on a refinance with title escrows, resetting your impound accounts, uh, you're saving. And even if you're at the same interest rate, uh, at, at 500 bucks a month, your break-even point is less than six months. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's it's it makes a no-brainer. Get off the fence again. If you if you have an FHA loan, all we need is a current mortgage statement, and we'll see at least what we can do. Right. Uh, yeah. And on the short term, I, I mean, right now it's tax deductible on the mortgage insurance. However, that's only been a few years that we've actually had that. Sure. They've allowed that ever since the, the recession hit, and they can easily take that back away, and they probably will in the near term. Right. So again, getting rid of mortgage insurance is a is a great reason to get out. Another thing that Jesse, that you and I were talking about again earlier is that we've got all these seven and 10 year arms that were done right before the downturn that, that have now been maybe month to month. The indice that that adjustable rate mortgage was, was set at, you know, I have friends, my next door neighbor, you know, last 10 years of convincing has been falling on deaf ears because he's got, his interest rate started at five and a quarter percent back in 2008. Adjustable ten year, ten year adjustable, ten year fixed. Then went adjustable. After it adjusted, went down to three percent. So that, hey, I'm saving money. It's half what I was paying interest only. Now it's coming up on ten years. His payment's going to be fully amortized, and it's going to adjust again. And his, I read his note. It's going to adjust two points day one. So he's going to go from from three to five and a quarter, five percent, fully amortized. Uh, over the remaining 20 years. Not amortization over 30 years, like when you started. It's amortized over those 20 years, so his payment's going to double. Yeah, yeah. My HELOC has been at the same rate <laughs> for 10 years, and that is abnormal. Don't so, expect that to happen. And I've got to tell you, it's great. Heck, if I was you, I, I would love that low payment too, but we're in an economy now that's getting stronger, and I really think that if you're in an adjustable rate mortgage and you've been enjoying these super low indice rates, I think you got some time to get out of them. 
I, and I, I know that it's tough. And like I said, I've got good friends that that have just not been able to to pull that trigger yet. But if you're an adjustable rate mortgage, give us a call. At least let us put some numbers on paper for you so you can get an idea of how much money you're going to pay. All right, folks, we're coming up on another break. You're listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Jesse Heineman. Welcome to the show. Um, today we're talking about how interest rates and what's going to happen with the Fed and mortgage rates and how they're not really correlated, but we think with the strong economy that things are actually going to be um, trending upward. And we're talking about why it's still a great time to refinance and when instances you should. And obviously the first one, if you bought using, uh, didn't put 20% down, getting a mortgage insurance is probably your best bet. Now, if you're on the conventional side, it's going to fall off more than likely on its own. When you get to that point, 78%, I think, is when it automatically falls off. Uh, but if you're an FHA loan and you bought the last couple of years, you're paying it for lifetime. And if there's a possibility of getting rid of that, um, while you still can, it's a, it's a great idea. I have a client that bought five years ago, just under five years ago, three and a quarter percent interest rate, lives in Pleasanton, um, called me and said, hey, Eric, I want to get rid of my mortgage insurance or I'm thinking about taking cash out. Well, no, uh, your mortgage insurance is going to fall off in two months. You're not going to get a three and a quarter percent interest rate any longer. There's other more economical ways to do that. But if you bought within the last two years, it's lifetime. So let's talk about that. We talked about um, if you're if you're in an adjustable and you've been enjoying that super low payment, now's a great time to maybe think about that while rates are still relatively in the ballpark, right, Jesse? Oh yeah, hedge your bets. You know, uh, I know we both have clients that have just been reluctant over the years uh, to take that step because more than likely their payment's going to go up. But um, I, I think it's it, it, there's a limited opportunity that we have here. Yeah, it's one of those things. Once it starts going up. It's almost you're not quite too late at that point, but you did miss out on a good opportunity earlier right. on. And and one of the other reasons why I think you really should be thinking about maybe getting off the fence and finally refinancing is um, shortening your loan term. Yeah, rates on the thirty year rates may be going up, but you can still take advantage of maybe some lower rates on a fifteen year. And remember, on a thirty year loan, when you start that loan and you start making that first payment, seventy five percent of that principal and interest payment roughly is going towards interest. 25% is going towards principal reduction. Now, on a 15-year loan, it's more like 50-50. 50% is going towards principal, 50% towards uh, uh, interest. Now, if, you can, if, you're, if you're fortunate enough to go down to a 10-year, it's, it's the opposite of the 30. 75% of that monthly payment that you send in is going towards principal, and only 25% is going towards interest. But it definitely affects your payment. And I have some examples here. A $417,000 loan at four and a quarter interest rate. On a 30-year, you're paying about, I don't know, $2,051 a month. Uh, on a 15-year same loan, you'd be paying maybe three and a half. You're paying about $2,900 a month. So you're paying 900 bucks more a month. Uh, if you do it on a 10-year, your payment's $4,026 a month. So your payment's about doubling. You know, it, it really depends on depends who, on your financial situation. And you, you know, some people it's the four savings, and for others, but but let me let me uh, let me break that down in numbers wise. What you're paying over the life of the loan at thirty year over thirty years, you're paying seven hundred thirty eight thousand dollars principal and interest. If on a fifteen year, you're only paying five thirty six, so you're saving about two over two hundred grand just in interest. Uh, if a ten year, you're saving two hundred fifty five thousand. So. It all depends on your situation, but shortening your loan term, hey, 
maybe it's a good idea for you right now. Take advantage of it while interest rates are low. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about adjustable rate mortgages. Hey, we have a text question. It says, Eric, uh, what's the minimum? Let's see. Let's, let's do this one. What do you speak? Uh, Eric, I heard you speak of jumbo loans. This is from Mike in Fremont with 10% down. Is that true? Jesse, how much do you have to put down for a jumbo loan? You can do 10% on jumbo. There is but a 10% product out there. there maximum, is. I think the loan amount is 750 if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Typically, though, it's 20% down on a jumbo standard jumbo product. And everything affects pricing and interest rate. You know, institutions, we have a 15% down, no mortgage insurance jumbo loan to $2 million. However, you're not going to like the interest rate as far as – and again, it's all, it's all regulated by risk. The less money you put down, the more you're going to pay for risk. Um, but typically, jumbo loans for, for solid uh, institutional financing, 20% down. Um, let's talk about jumbo loans. Jesse, tighter underwriting guidelines? Definitely tighter. You know, if you're self-employed, you have a few businesses, you're definitely going to be scrutinized. Uh, you know, looking at all of your K-1s, your corporation incomes, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, as far as debt-to-income as well, it's, it's a little less that they allow on a jumbo right. in comparison to conventional. Not a huge difference. But, right. But. And again, it, it, there's a lot of structural ways to that. We had uh, a client last year that uh, um, maybe four months ago that uh, was looking – he was in jumbo area and – he happened to have a mortgage late because of a divorce, one late, that was two years. That was within two years. If your jumbo loans won't allow any lates within two years. So what we did was we did a conventional uh, first high balance, and then we threw a second on top of it to make up the difference. So it's a great way to get around that. And, again, it's all about how we structure the loan, right, Jesse? It's about who you're working with and asking the right questions. Yeah, you know, we'll do a full analysis as far as what you can expect to pay, you know, what is going to be the better option. You know, even if with that second loan, uh, if that is a variable rate. Sure. You know, we can compare both situations and do what's best for you. And absolutely. And if you're investors out there, I know we've got a ton of them listening. One of the things that we'll do is we'll do a, an analysis for you. You know, cap rate, return on investment, ROI on money, your cash on cash. So there's a lot of things that we can do. We have some really cool software to help you become a better investor and a better educated investor. Had a client call me from the show last week that uh, uh, we've been playing phone tag with who has a mixed-use property. And is having a hard time placing that loan, and that's definitely something that we can do. And again, we happened to take a, a listener to the show, uh, sold his multi his, his residential multi unit, four units, and purchased a twenty unit apartment complex in the East Bay, and which is a natural progression for an investor. And it was a three and a half million dollar uh, purchase, and he's he's he's. He's, he's cash flowing, and the loan was done, and it was a really simple process. So, again, you're talking to two investors here that have been in the market for a while, and we love to talk about buying real estate and making money in real estate. Definitely. So, again, give us a call, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. My name is Eric McKay. I'm here with Jesse Heineman. Um, we are Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 30 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. Uh, we live and breathe this stuff seven days a week. We have very understanding wives and girlfriends, right, Jesse? Yeah, well, they're actually in the industry as well. <laughs> <laughs> so they understand. Um, here is a, a question that came in. It doesn't have a name. Uh, it says, I'm looking at a home that has a tax assessment loan. I remember you speaking about this before. How does that work, good or bad? Tax assessment loan might be like a PACE loan, Jesse, is what I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah it, those are bad. 
Yeah, solar. In fact, I have a client right now. They have they're looking to buy a house that has a solar lease on it, which we have to as we we look at the qualifications, debt to income, we have to include that solar lease payment as right. a hit to that buyer, right. even though in reality it probably lowers their electric bill. And I and I think what this this question is referring to is that we've talked about pace loans and some of the energy. Hey, you'll hear. Uh, the, the HVAC companies and solar companies, everybody advertise, hey, if we have financing, easy to qualify. Well, there is no qualifying. They can't prove you can make the payment. What they do is they put a tax assessment on your property for that amount, which makes your house property tax higher than the guy across the street, which has the same exact house. How do you think you're going to sell that property? Why would somebody pay something more? So it's going to be, usually have to be paid off at close of escrow. I have a great example. I had a, a couple that was getting divorced. They thought they had about 100000 in equity. They were going to split it when they sold the property. Turns out they had a $90,000 uh, tax assessment because they did a new roof, HVAC, solar panels, which that seems really excessive. But it's great because a lot of times you're overpaying for those services when they do those types of loans. And I don't have anything against them, but I'm just telling you facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and turned out now it's a short sale. After commissions, they're yeah. going to be in a short sale yeah. situation. Yeah, so you be, be careful. careful. Yeah, Read the fine print. There is no qualifying, no guarantee, no RESPA, nothing to prove you can make the payment. Uh, and normally you're paying a huge assessment for that. So yeah. be careful. High rates, prepayment read, penalties. Read between the lines, please. Good question. Uh, one of the things I want to mention is that you know, we had such a great success with our home buying event, Jesse. I want to reach out to all the listeners out there and make 2017 the year for you guys to get back into home ownership. And one of the things we're going to do is we'll, we're going to set something up. And if you want to reserve a spot on our next home buyer event, probably be in the East Bay or the North Bay somewhere or South Bay maybe, uh, depending on where we get the calls from. We'll set it up. You come and sit down. We'll create food and ask questions. We're going to go over how a lender looks at your income, uh, whether you're self-employed or you're uh, W-2. We're going to talk about assets, down payment assistance programs. We're going to talk about maybe investment property, what to look for. We're going to talk about jumbo loans. We're going to talk about everything that you guys want. And normally these last two hours, some of them last longer depending on how many questions. We make it fun. It's not something we're going to sell you anything. It doesn't cost you anything. You're just going to come and be able to ask questions. But if you want to talk to us before then, give us a call. Jesse and I are are, are here to help. One of the things I grew up in the Bay Area, I know that area really well. I know the market really well. This is something that we love to do. Again, stop paying rent. Let me say that again. Stop paying your landlord's mortgage. Um, This is the year. I think that we've got housing coming. I think we're going to see some more inventory. Uh, And if you can't find inventory... We'll build it. We've got a great construction loan. If you're a veteran out there, zero down construction loan. Buy the land, build it, final, uh, and 30-year fixed, one-time close. How's that, Jesse? That's an amazing product. And we got tons of calls last week, and that works with FHA as well. A one-time close, land, build, uh, 30-year financing, one-time close, one product. And we get a lot of calls on it. If you want to learn more about that, give us a call, 925-203-5808. 925-203-5808. Jesse, thanks for being here. Eric, thanks for having me. All right, folks, again, thank you for listening to Real Life Lending, and we'll be back next week. We look forward to working with you. Have a great rest of your day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.